Introducing the first ever Grand Highlander, a midsize SUV with the ideal combination of space, performance, style, and advanced tech. The roomy Grand Highlander boasts three spacious rows with available seating for up to eight. It's available 362 horsepower, hybrid max powertrain on limited and platinum trims. Hybrid max powertrain engine delivers the power, acceleration, and efficiency so your family can take on any adventure. There's even available safety features like an available panoramic view mirror and an available 12.3-inch multi-information display, so you always arrive on time. Live life grander in the first-ever Toyota Grand Highlander. Learn more at toyota.com slash grandhighlander. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms, and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like when the tailgate party shows up at your house after the big win. Everything's great until the hot plate gets too hot for the tablecloth. Now your kitchen's up in smoke. And if you don't have the right home insurance coverage, the cost to fix this could sideline your savings. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Not available in every state based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. Yes, the league, the regular league may have ended, but the summer league is just beginning and we get to discuss some of the exciting rookies we watched compete uh, as they head into, as they head it. Hey man, it's been a while, all right? It's been a while and we're going to keep that as they head into their first seasons with none other than today's guest, writer, director, and co-host of iHeart's new fantastic Better Basketball podcast, what? Running Stop. the Break. We got CJ Toledano in the building. I'm Miles Gray. And I'm Jack O'Brien. And this is Miles, Miles and, and Jack, Jack got, got Mad, mad boosties. boosties. That was so insane. That was crisp. <laughs> that was ridiculous. Wow. And now you are locked in. Um, I always, I have to say, I always appreciate the tone you come in with. The, mm-hmm. well, we're back at it again. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Just you never know. Looky here. Oh, and Look the NBA is still out here, still doing it. <laughs> Except for the final episode where we go, well, folks, it Uh-oh. looks like we've done it. We've we've reached the end of the road. <laughs> Put the NBA out of business um, with our ridiculous podcast. Oh, but man. it is good to have somebody who makes a good NBA podcast yes, here. Yes. CJ Toledano. What's Stop. up, man? Stop. I'm, I'm doing good, guys. We all We all make good basketball content. Thank, oh, you. Thank you. You're too kind. You're too kind. But it's we a all pleasure know. to be here. Thank you for having me. We're watching your highlights, just sobbing. Like, man, we need to do that. <laughs> I just wish I could talk about the on-court stuff. You know how many mm. like dunks? I'm just like, can't talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll 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 switch. You know what I mean? We'll okay. we'll sub on each other's show just to yeah. get those just get those takes out. Because there are that many works. times I just want to talk nothing but sneakers. Um, when you saw the name of our show, were you upset that you oh, yeah. all you didn't get a show title that bragged about how high you could jump? Oh, that's that's about you guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought Miles that. and Jack got mad boosties. Yeah. I thought every person, every guest was the one with mad boosties. No. Oh. <laughs> Well, no, I'm sorry. I mean, unless you unless you got mad boosties. I mean, I can't. I, I have I medium boosties. If you guys want like a an after show, 
yeah. called yeah. medium boosties. Well, what are we talking? You, you grab the that. net, grab the bottom of the net. How yeah, like, high, how high the up net. the net you grabbing? Um, like I would say uh, bottom quarter. Okay, yeah. <laughs> that's still something. I am hitting the very bottom of the net, but yeah. I am hitting it so hard. With a I'm hitting it so hard. Oh yeah, when you're just windmilling the bottom of the net, like yeah, yeah. So CJ, I mean, let's get into it. Welcome to the show. Obviously, this uh, powerhouse podcast with many yep. powerhouse podcasters have come together. Your show, though, like you're saying, we talk about what's going on the court. Yep. You on running the break along with your co-host, you talk about what's going off the court. So yep. what are we talking? Everything from what's who's got the most style, throwbacks, sneakers, what All everything? Do I mean like? The thing is, I I mean, I'm an X's and O's guy to an extent, but like a lot of my love and passion for the game has come from like, I mean, I was a 90s Bulls kid, right? So I was like decked out in Bulls gear, Jordan gear, all that stuff. And then right. it grew into just like, yeah, sneakers. And then it was me paying attention to what outfits everyone was wearing, what like trends were going on. And then, uh, and then like meme culture happen and nba twitter and all that so it's just like basketball and the nba as you guys know is is just such a a vast world out even outside oh, yeah. of just like what happens on the court so that's what we're trying to cover on uh running the break nice. what's your favorite uh jordans of all time wow. mm, it changes i would probably say the uh jordan three white cements the one he wore the in the 88 dunk. yeah free throw free throw line dunk okay yeah. wow yeah, with, with the yeah. night air on the, the threes back. I'm a threes or fours. Those are those are my two favorite. Well, the, like as adults, those are ones we can wear with every like, clothing, and they're not yeah. like it's not like strange. You're not trying to show yeah. you can play basketball yeah. in the middle of a meeting. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Like if right. I pull up in like aqua eights, people are yeah. gonna be like, "I can't take this guy seriously. He's a joker." Yeah. Is he gonna jump out of like a plane or something? Like yeah, those yeah. look like. Yeah. But I love those shoes. But I they're get great. what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If you I pull like up the later like ones, three. they're like the '30s that look like they like like you should be flying them around in Dune yep. or something. Yep. You know, <laughs> like the ones that are just like triangles. Um, that's I, I I can't pull them off, but I wish I could. Yeah. See, we I've asked tried. the hard hitting questions up top, but to, <laughs> let's go even harding hittinger okay. uh, mm -hmm. if we may. Miles isn't conjugating quite right yet. He was just in <laughs> I was in, I was in España. See, uh, so, after seeing Wancho as his performance and hustle, I was just like, I gotta go. I gotta go to the promised land where basketball was born, the birthplace mm. of baloncesto. Was um, basketball born in? <laughs> Massachusetts. Yeah. Hey, we're we're <laughs> no, just gonna Kansas? pretend for the okay. gotcha. <laughs> for the sake of the <laughs> just for this. Bo this. Cruz's basketball career was That's born right. there. Did yeah, you go yeah, around yeah. to any of the outdoor like pickup games? To oh try yeah, and I did. Talent? Oh yeah, this one guy was in work boots. I mean, mm -hmm. he hit me with a sham god, and my my shorts fell down. It was that's how embarrassing <laughs> it was. They're they're next level out there on those courts. Yeah, your bow tie started spinning around. Yeah, you play pick up with Benny Hill. Um. Yeah, exactly. There's a full band behind us too. Uh, but anyway, uh, summer league though. Uh, this is the one thing though. When I was over there, I kept my phone on me. I was looking at all the summer league highlights because it's you know this is our first chance to get to take a gander at these uh, rookies coming into the league. What was everybody else's experience? Guys rubbing your mitts, sighing oh, yeah. exasperatedly. What, what was going on? I mean, I usually go the first weekend, but I just because it's like some family stuff. I had, I'm going this week for the second weekend, and it seems like I missed out on the greatest like party and like social <laughs> gathering of the NBA season. So yeah, but like I was watching the games, and 
the thing is, it's like for my my marriage, it's not good because I'm just getting excited about like exhibition games about <laughs> players who are not playing to like the actual competition. So I, um, it, it is like a contentious part of my relationship, but I it, I do get really excited watching these these young guys. So yeah. Well, you get in you get in trouble with former guest Megan Gailey <clears throat> because the competition is not good enough. She's like, all right, you can be excited, but oh. this competition is Well, weak. I'm just like, you know, it's like we're supposed to You're just to have, too obsessed. Yeah, we're having dinner, and I'm like going nuts over a Sharif O'Neal like, <laughs> right. layup. Yeah. You know what I mean? So all right, it just so, doesn't count. <laughs> I hear that a lot. People are like, you know, the, the, it's just the summer league, and I mm-hmm. get that. However, I have now watched some of these players play in the NCAA tournament, which is you know, it's supposed to be like decent competition, but <laughs> yeah, from what I and hear. then the summer league, which is supposed to be at least that level of competition. And like, I don't know what happened. Like Chet Holmgren looked so good yeah. <laughs> in yeah. the summer league. It like at a level that I was like, what were they doing at Gonzaga? <laughs> like the Gonzaga coach has made me look like a fool. Uh, <laughs> he, he is so good. Like some of his skills were just like not at all evident in those NCAA tournament games or really like any of his college highlights that I've seen. Like what what happens there? It's it's wild. He looks I, awesome. I'm just like, I mean, that's the thing is I feel like the college game, those systems or whatever in college are like be a part, be a role player or whatever. But like yeah. you look at a guy like Chet Holmgren <laughs> who was designed to play basketball in his own way, like Summer League, they're like, get after it, Chet. And also, yeah. too, like, I tweeted this, like, he had, he's been having such performances that, like, I'm already envisioning my son, future, like, years from now, like, in the driveway yelling Chet instead of Kobe. Yeah. And I'm like, that I don't know. Chet? Chet was, right. gonna, yeah, it's just like, I, Chet is like a banker's name where I grew up. Yeah. yeah. 100%. But I'm just, I'm still in awe of him as a physical presence. Mm-hmm. Just seeing mm-hmm. someone that long, elongated. Uh, hmm. like for lack of a better term, moving the way he does, just, just defending the rim. Like it was, I couldn't, I, there were many times I was like, oh wow, he's doing all the things that everyone was saying he does. And yeah. he was doing it so effortlessly. I thought maybe there would be some slight, like a uh, uh, period of adjustment. But again, it yeah. almost felt like he was like, you know what? I should have been drafted number one. Let me show you something yeah. real quick. I remember making fun of Kevin Durant because uh, I didn't watch any of his games at Texas. Mm-hmm. And then like that bench press part of the combine when he couldn't bench press like 150 or something like that. I was like, this guy's going to be terrible. And right. <laughs> I was wrong. Um, yeah, and then wait, what happened with him? I forget. What, how was his he, career? Was, he was in a movie called Thunderstruck and then kind of just like <laughs> went under the radar. But I mean, that's the thing is like, their their strength doesn't just look like bodybuilders i think um and you know chet was he wasn't just like hitting shots because he was tall he was like blocking dudes and like running the floor was really impressive yeah Yeah. like a lot of people were calling out the kenny lofton jr clip where and we will talk about kenny lofton because he was really fun to watch uh that was someone that carl tart has been calling out for a long time but uh he, he was really fun to watch, but like Chet Holmgren can like do stuff. If you only watch him get back down, you'd be like, okay, this is a problem. But like right. he can do things. He's like gobbling shots up from like all the way across the lane and stuff. Like it's, 
it's cool, man. He's going to be like fun and like hard to keep off the floor for very long, like right away, which is pretty fun. Also, Super Producer Jabari pointed out that Durant turned down Slim Reaper as a mm. as a nickname, which I get. It's it feels like it might be trying too hard, but there is a new opportunity for that as a nickname. Oh which, yeah. Uh, well, yeah. It's available. Okay. I mean, it feels right because he does have like Home Depot 12-foot skeleton vibe. <laughs> well, and you like KD, I mean? he's been wearing KDs, so he knows, he right. knows the opportunity he here. So exactly. I hope he embraces that. Because I mean, because yeah. I, I love Durantula. If there, if we can oh, find some kind of like nickname. arachnid-based thing for, for Mr. Holmgren, I think that would be ideal. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. What's this first clip we want to check out of Chet? Just, yeah. just, oh, some, just the fade. Just some clean fadeaways. fadeaways. First yeah. of all, because again, I look, I, I knew I knew everything I read, but to watch him in action, he's got he's got the execution down. Obviously, but mm-hmm. uh, he's such an intelligent player with that ball in his hand. Just squares Holmgren, the guy up at the top. Turn around, step back, Dirk. Butter. So fluid. I would I like even more fluid than Dirk, maybe. That's the thing, is like Yeah. I his was footwork is nice. And his like hands, they're soft. They're in control. Like he doesn't mm-hmm. feel overly rigid. There was like just like the, these dimensions of smoothness to his game that I, from you know, and that's my own ignorance. I just wrote him off as like, yeah, I'm sure he can do these things at this height. But when you watch it in action, like, oh no, this is this is like perfectly blended together. Paolo, similar story. I mean, mm-hmm. I thought I thought Paolo looked like an NBA player in the mm-hmm. NCAA tournament for sure. But man, he came out and was just playing out of his mind like right away for Orlando. His shot looks great. He looked awesome. He just looks like a step quicker than everybody else. Yeah. Right. And I mean, I think this is like the a big thing everyone was saying is like he looks like he's already too good for summer league. Well, they yeah, it's like he shut they shut him down, I feel like. Right. Yeah. And that's the thing is like summer league, it's like you go there, hey, do we draft right? Like is this the right, right. guy? Can we get him some reps? And then a guy goes in, and in his first game, he's dropping between like you know seventeen to twenty-five. It's like let's not risk it. Let's uh, yeah. let's wait for the season. But um, yeah, it's exciting for like Orlando, who who's needed like a star. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm happy that they have those glimpses. They're getting excited already. Same with yeah. OKC. Yeah, OKC and Orlando are like two teams that I immediately will have to watch right away. Detroit too. Oh yeah, Detroit for sure. Yeah, we're gonna get to Ivy in a second. So first, you know, we, we've got a couple of Paolo clips here. Miles, I know you were you said that we had to put clips of Paolo in just so you could say his name with your uh, correct uh, Spanish pronunciation. Banquero. Yeah. <laughs> Two first round picks are matched up against each other. Banquero drifting to get open, and it's butter. Who is truly so butter? That is the we've correct per- description the of that shot. Decision to draw foul. <laughs> now slips to that corner on the strong side. Bancaro trying to post up here against the shorter Knicks. Got a little one on him. Look at that. Yeah, that's it's, baseline jumper. Yeah, with a just a drive, just step back, turn around. That's just his DNA. Yeah, and I asked Jabari pregame how motivated. And then a step, the step back. It's cool to see people coming into the league with like shots that were. Like innovated in the past five years in the league, you know, right, and right, they're right. just like, yeah, no, I've I've been doing this since I was twelve now. There's so like yeah. this is just natural to me. Well, and for like these young guys, you know, some sometimes the advice of like like warm up up there or out there, like you know, a couple layups, good passes, but to take step back, fade away, long twos, 
Yes. Yeah. A gamble. Uh, so, and, and they're pulling it off. Yeah. We, we talk about the game being progressive and I, I feel like this is a good example of like, they just like already seem to have all, like we saw like Chet's first bucket of the, maybe of the summer league looked, I think you compared it to Dirk. It looked like he had just incorporated a Dirk move and was mm-hmm. just like, yep, adding that. Right. Uh, Palo with a step back just made it look very easy with a fadeaway reminded me of LeBron. Like it's just, you know, the young people have more, uh, you know, raw material to incorporate. And like, uh, they, they look good. They look smooth. Jaden Ivey uh, looked great. And for Detroit, Detroit's going to have like a really sick backcourt of like a rookie and a second year guy with Jaden Ivey and the number one pick last year, whose Kate. name is Kate. Kate. Yeah, Kate yeah. Cunningham. But Jaden Ivey also. I'm just putting it out there. Wearing the number 23, coming into right. the league with the number 23 as a guard is a strong move. You know, it's, like it's LeBron, it's Jordan, Jason Richardson, <laughs> like did it. But for the most part, people don't do that. Well, and he he's also admitted to completely copying John Morant's game. Like obviously their hair is similar, but he I think his mom may have worked on the Grizzlies uh, coaching staff. And so he yeah. would like study Jaw's game, and you could you could have seen that in um, you know, his college play. But so like to just straight up admit like I'm taking these pieces and I'm wearing number twenty three. That's like the utmost confidence. So yeah. I'm yeah. excited for him. And his mom is the head coach of uh, Notre Dame, which is mm-hmm. a women's basketball powerhouse. Yeah. So just you know, rain, beautiful. And then just going up. Showtime. I saw that eye roll. Neil Ivy. The mom hits the MJ shrimp. Yeah, that's what's great. (laughs) A lot of steals. Here, here's what the the problem that I had with Jaden Ivy. So he went to Purdue. His mom, I think, played for the Indiana Fever. They're like the Pacers needed a star. And he ended up going one spot before their draft pick. Like, yeah. you got to at least show attempts. Like, draft the hometown guy. And I know he wanted to play for him. So it was like, I was telling Megan, we were watching the draft, and we saw the Kings were supposed to take somebody else other than Keegan Murray and ended up taking, um, or no, sorry, they ended up taking Keegan Murray, and Jaden had started to slip. And I was like, uh-oh, the Pistons might, have got, might get him. And then the Pistons right before him took him. So I was like, I was angry at the Pacers organization, but. You know, on, on behalf of yeah. your wife Megan, who diehard Pacers yeah. fan, and are you like, does that kind of the osmosis? Does that rub off on you? Well, so the thing is, I support my wife in every way. Thus, I watch Colts games, I watch Pacers games. The Pacers haven't been that great. It was a bummer watching Oladipo bounce and Paul George bounce. So I was like, they need somebody, and right. I thought mm-hmm. it was going to be Jaden. And the thing is, this Ben Matherin guy from Arizona is hilarious. Who, um he called out LeBron already before even playing one game. He was like, "Yeah, LeBron's still got to go out there and prove he can like beat me, which is hilarious. That's a strong move. I love it. <laughs> so the thing is, like, yeah, I only knew of Jaden, and I really was excited to maybe watch Jaden for the Pacers, but um, this other dude seems cool, too. Yeah. A lot of confidence nice. going around. I love it. Didn't Josh say he was like, y'all body MJ if, if we played right now? He was like, yeah. I'll cook him. Yeah, I was like, you know what? I like, I, I prefer somebody <laughs> thinks that than doesn't. You know what I mean? If you're if you're going to be out there doing what you do, uh, day in and day out. But I, 
it's a, a, a new confidence. Uh, what do you, what do you guys think about that statement? Cause like, I think the best players are like Jordan, the best player ever was probably like 20 years ahead of the league. Like he was 20 years better than the league, but like the league steadily gets better. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's an outrageous statement to, for somebody to be like, no, I would, I, th- I would be up there with him if, yeah. if he played today. I guess like if one part is like, I wish you would word it a little like with more deference or something <laughs> like that. But that might even sound even more funny out of if you're trying to be respectful, but also say you're going to cook MJ. You're like, you know, I would believe were we to go head to head, I may emerge victorious between mm-hmm. the two. But yeah. that just doesn't sound as good as y'all. I just, guys, they... MJ invented all of your moves. Uh, yeah, that's true. You know, it's like, and the thing is, uh, MJ also like invented to me how to age with your game from being this like high flyer to then the fadeaways and like the craftiness. And like he was dropping, you know, his, his, his scoring percentage was going up mm-hmm. uh, at certain, certain years in his later years. So like, no, not going to cook MJ. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Are you offended I mean, I'm by the I'm not saying I definitely so. would be able to. I'm just saying that, like, now that I've watched the younger guys a lot, like, I feel like I could, like, get a couple of buckets on them. That's all. <laughs> and I can, I will remind you, touch the bottom of the net. <laughs> yeah, I would. Although, like, it is the kind of thing, though, that we wish we could see happen, like, like a gladiator match mm-hmm. where it's oh, like, yeah. he has called out the champion. And then, like, MJ has to be, like, ah, has to come down from, like, the mountain and then be, like, you are mortal. Uh, I do wish there was a way to prove this. Uh, Wake up in, just... a, uh, in a tent somewhere like Brad Pitt and Troy and just, like, <laughs> eat, a, eat some grapes and then goes out and slays the, the right, other right, guy. Right, right, yeah. right. Exactly. All right, let's take a quick break. Ruminate on that. Just, just confident <laughs> Troy from John Morant. in reference to the film Troy and we'll be right back after this Across America BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing Jobs like building grid scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas It's and not or See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like when the tailgate party shows up at your house after the big win. Everything's great until the hot plate gets too hot for the tablecloth. Now your kitchen's up in smoke. And if you don't have the right home insurance coverage, the cost to fix this could sideline your savings. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Not available in every state based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. You need a vehicle that can meet your family's needs, and Toyota has you covered. Introducing the first-ever Grand Highlander, a midsize SUV with the ideal combination of space, performance, style, and advanced tech. The roomy Grand Highlander never makes you choose between passengers and cargo. You can fit both with ease. With three spacious rows and available seating for up to eight, and legroom that makes even long trips comfortable. With Grand Highlander's available 362-horsepower hybrid max powertrain on limited and platinum trims, you can be confident you have the power, acceleration, and efficiency needed for almost any adventure your family can cook up. 
And you'll get where you're going in style with a modern, spacious cabin that's perfect for both play dates and date nights. Impressive tech upgrades take the new Grand Highlander to the next level, including available safety features like an available panoramic view mirror and an available 12.3-inch multi-information display, so you always arrive on time. Don't just live life. Live life grander in the first-ever Toyota Grand Highlander. Learn more at toyota.com slash grandhighlander. And we're back. Big time. Big time. Back in a big way. It got got a little hairy during the break. Um, <laughs> I just like, I, I think John Moran could cook MJ now. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's what he meant. <laughs> yeah, that's, probably. That's the safest I'm going to go with that take. Okay. That, okay. that, might, that might be possible. But again, I, I, I wish, you know, it, it almost makes you wish that we had a way to, like, adjudicate these kinds of proclamations from people like where we had like a, an yeah. ai that we could actually create these scenarios where it could take into account if, how much more physical the players have become how much more physically talented they've become what like the speed is of each given player based on like their first step or whatever i feel like why hasn't sports nerddom created this ai yet yeah it, it's also interesting like if mj were around today he would have come up with the you know all knowing all the moves that uh oh yeah everybody now has access to and all the analytics probably the whole league would be a few years behind where it is because everybody benefited from mj being as good as he was and Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. uh but it is almost absurd to even think about it yeah mj like was so good that he ended up like erasing the center position because every future center was like, I want to shoot the ball and like the reverse light. Like, so yeah. yeah. All right. Let's talk about somebody who might have had MJ might have had some influence on their game, Kobe Bryant, and specifically mm-hmm. Kobe's 2002 finals wardrobe. Because that's mm-hmm. something that y'all talk about yeah. on running the break. And I think, oh, yeah. let, let's just throw to a clip. This is this is a really cool video. So game one, he shows up in a green throwback New York Jets jersey, Joe Namath. Game two, he shows up in a Jackie Robinson Dodgers jersey. I remember tuning into the finals because I just wanted to see what Kobe was going to wear. Yeah. Like, what, what was the next jersey that he was going to pull out? Like, I'm looking in my closet, looking at probably, it was probably a bootleg. My bootleg, like, Alex English Rainbow Nuggets jersey. And I was like, wow. Um, I guess, I guess, you know, I'm part, I'm part of the cool group. And he shows up in the Wayne Gretzky Edmonton Oilers in game three. And then the most amazing thing for game four, the final game of the series, he comes in the full Michael Jordan, Chicago Bulls get up. He's got the warm up as well. I mean, these are, you know, players in sports history who we consider the goats. So for him to wear that, he was putting himself up there. And I remember just even just being, you know, young and watching that being like, okay, if you wear all these and you win the championship, you're in the conversation. Mm. I think that you're was right. the 2002 I think the conversation. That was the 2002 finals with against the Nets, right? Yes. So mm-hmm. we needed some reason to tune in to those finals. So it was good that they. Um, <laughs> uh, but that was, that was dope. I actually hadn't remembered that or like didn't clock that at the time. But that was, that was yeah a cool progression. I mean. And I think like that, those moments were the first time, like it's, it's not foreign anymore to be covering the players when they're entering the arena, when they're exiting the arena, 
and their outfits especially and like also using those opportunities to sort of make statements like we think about like Westbrook wearing that you know official photographer vest and stuff like that I thought Kobe doing that that was like some of the earliest traces of like I'm gonna like talk trash with my was sort of my outfit yeah back it up and so I always thought that was like one of the coolest coolest moments in NBA sort of like off-court history all right so if you had the same opportunity what four jerseys are you planning to walk into those games on myself i i collect obscure champion branded nba jerseys so i'm gonna rock like i mean this isn't that obscure but like an arvita sabonis i, I feel like he's like not talked about enough okay what o- what other ones do i have like a luke Long- like a sabonis like blazers or sabonis yeah. okay sabonis i thought you meant blazers. like russian era like uh, <laughs> before yeah, he came to the league. Yeah. yeah. Um, let's see. What other jerseys would I wear? I, I mean, I love when it's like an iconic player who ended up on a team that y- you cannot like. You forgot. You forgot. <laughs> like an Akeem Raptors. I would wear that. Right. Yeah. Like, um, like a meme jersey, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Kind of like a meme jersey. Like just to flex. Iverson Nuggets. Yeah. Or like late years Iverson Sixers, even. <laughs> that throws me off. That looks like a custom jersey like someone made. Right, <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, Ewing Magic, Ewing Sonics is really bizarre. Yeah, so that would be jarring. But yeah, those are some of my favorite jerseys. And as an NBA player, I'd love to I'd love to just like show tribute that way. Yeah. yeah. And showing up and being like, hey, I'm a little over the hill. So <laughs> don't expect too much from yeah. me in these four games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm this is my statement that I'm out of my prime. And I'm right. just here to have fun and get my picture taken. Yeah. I'm in my Ewing Sonics phase of my <laughs> career. If that makes sense to the onlookers. Yes. Uh, for you, like looking at every, I mean, there's so much style in the league. And I feel mm-hmm. like it's evolved so much from the time, like we talk about the 90s, where I think we were like most visually inundated with the images of NBA player style and how much that's changed over the years. Like right now, who do you feel currently? For your own personal taste, because I'm, yep. I'm not trying to hold you as like as editor in chief of Vogue, uh, who who are the best dressed <laughs> in the league? But for you, who do you really like? Have your eye? You're like, oh, I like the way these. these you know, are. I think like the most common like misconception is like it, it, the best dress is uh, like street, like the most expensive streetwear and labels right. and stuff. And I'm like, that's like the easiest. You know, you get some money, and it's like, oh yeah, I'll go buy some brands. But I like guys like D'Angelo Russell, who you know, in in an era where sneakers and like sort of like hype beast apparel um and loud logos and stuff is big he is like oh i'm gonna go back to loafers i'm gonna go back to some like muted colors and um just like trench coats and pea coats and all that stuff i think he really does it well oh he um, has like his own style kind of yeah yeah like mm-hmm. sweaters cool. and stuff and it's like that's the thing is like it's strange it's not strange but it's like if you're wearing jordans and and stuff like that two games to then put on jordans <laughs> right it's like you right. know it's, oh yeah it's, you're not really doing it you're not taking advantage of the opportunity here guys so like right um and i and i get like why we kind of went into that um era, or like why it transitioned because the dress code said you had to wear suits but now d'angelo russell was kind of bringing it back it's all cyclical and like pushing against like the norm dressing kind of like a businessman um serge Ibaka, same way like he does a little bit of like the the, the streetwear labels he does but he you know he does it really well um and it's more so like there's like curation involved. Um, and then Shay, uh, um, Gilgis Alexander is, is obviously one of the best doing it now. So those are 
Yeah, and those guys are all, they have a little bit of their own flavor on it, I would say. Okay, do you have a favorite low to no effort dresser? Just because, like you're saying, because that is a style too. There are people who do it effortlessly without being like, I don't have to do drip by numbers. Yeah, Giannis. Giannis. Giannis and a Takumpo. Yeah, you know, okay. Greek freak. I've never heard of him. <laughs> <laughs> no, but if you see him, he's just rocking the, the Nike Tech Fleece suits. And the yeah. thing is, yeah, that's comfy. Right, mm-hmm. right, right. Like, and then Jason Tatum, like straight up, like he's a Jordan brand guy. He just wears all the Jordan brand stuff. He tries sometimes, but like, like yeah, if you get free stuff, wear the free stuff. Yeah, that's a thing I appreciate too. I'm like, I like that they said my favorite kind of clothing is free. Yep. How do you differentiate between like somebody? Because I feel like they they all have stylists now at this point, right? I, a lot. I think do, yeah, I'm some sure. or like some have stylists just to go out and shop for them. Right. right. Like the the draft of this year, I was like, yeah, man, these these are some styled human <laughs> beings. <laughs> they they are meticulously styled, and they looked great. But it does it does feel like there's in the same way that like now you go to the small town in Missouri and everyone looks like they grew up in Brooklyn because it's just like we all have access to the internet and you know the same the same websites. I I do feel, I felt like they were like kind of all converging on. A same level of stylishness so it is cool to see people who are kind of going against the grain like yeah. d'angelo russell yeah yeah i think the we're just going again like i said earlier like now it's it's like anti-establishment to dress like in business clothes i feel like so i think we're gonna see a lot more of that yeah oh just the, right it's more transgressive to come down back in your formal mm-hmm. wear than the tore up jeans yep. that uh that's when I know I'm old. When I look at tore up jeans, I'm like, "You paid for those?" Yeah, we talked about that on we talked about that on the on the last episode of our podcast. It's like, man, you are making millions, and it's like you got torn up jeans. Like, no one's gonna believe that. Yeah, you know? I, I don't know if that's like our like old school parenting, where where they're like they're like you're torn up jeans. What you couldn't afford good jeans, and you're like, yeah. my man, these are. One thousand dollar jeans that look like this, and I'm like, you find these scissors that could create these holes, right? These are from Paris, (laughs) right? Exactly. These are Balmain. Okay, now please get out my way. What else are you guys talking about? I'm running the break this uh, this summer. Um, free agency pitches. Just like I think maybe around LeBron was probably, and the decision was like one example of how free agency has become such a visible part of the process. So um, especially, you know, with what's going on right now, Kevin Durant requesting a trade and, and, and players not necessarily like staying on teams. Um, were there any crazy like free agency pitches? Like I think uh, the Celtics, when they were trying to get KD before he went to the Warriors, they brought in like Tom Brady to talk to him. Um, and just like the, the extravaganzas that are thrown to sort of get some of these players. I think they should go bigger and more public so yeah. that it's it's like when a, a city is trying to get the Olympics there, like everybody <laughs> yeah. gets involved and there's just like citywide parties to like try and lure KD to a city. No, I think like they're like on road games for these guys, fans, if they know that they're on an expiring contract, they should pass out like Portland should have passed out uh Kevin Durant, well, Kevin Durant's mid-contract, but if he was going to be a free agent, should be passing out Kevin Durant Blazers jerseys and showing no, him nothing but love. Right. And right. Convincing them to come. I think New York sort of did that for LeBron before that first Cleveland exit, but clearly didn't work. But 
yeah, I mean, like getting ten, like the the fans should be a part of that courting process. Oh yeah, yeah. Instead of being like rude to the player, we hate you. Yeah, you should be <laughs> like, we love you. Right. Yeah, I need love my you. kid after you. Yeah. <laughs> Let's take a quick break. We're gonna come back. Uh, we've done a trivia showdown before. No. Oh, In okay. fact, the last time Megan was on uh, was right. our one and only trivia game, and it was just us asking Megan Pacers trivia. But now, because we got two Lakers fans here, we got Miles, we got CJ. <laughs> I am going to quiz you guys oh, no. on some Lakers trivia that Miles has not had access to. He's been begging, trying to cheat, <laughs> but I, I wouldn't allow it. So. You would look terrible, look pathetic, man. Let me get two of the questions, man. All right, so let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll do a little Laker trivia showdown. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like when the tailgate party shows up at your house after the big win. Everything's great until the hot plate gets too hot for the tablecloth. Now your kitchen's up in smoke. And if you don't have the right home insurance coverage, the cost to fix this could sideline your savings. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Not available in every state based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. You need a vehicle that can meet your family's needs, and Toyota has you covered. Introducing the first-ever Grand Highlander, a midsize SUV with the ideal combination of space, performance, style, and advanced tech. The roomy Grand Highlander never makes you choose between passengers and cargo. You can fit both with ease. With three spacious rows and available seating for up to eight, and legroom that makes even long trips comfortable. With Grand Highlander's available 362-horsepower hybrid max powertrain, on limited and platinum trims, you can be confident you have the power, acceleration, and efficiency needed for almost any adventure your family can cook up. And you'll get where you're going in style with a modern, spacious cabin that's perfect for both play dates and date nights. Impressive tech upgrades take the new Grand Highlander to the next level, including available safety features like an available panoramic view mirror and an available 12.3-inch multi-information display so you always arrive on time. Don't just live life. Live life grander in the first ever Toyota Grand Highlander. Learn more at toyota.com slash Grand Highlander. And we're back. All right. Are you, are you guys ready? You have your hands on your buzzers? Yeah. <laughs> oh, is this a buzzer? Okay. It's a, yeah, buzzer, it's thing. a buzzer thing. You have to <clears throat> say your favorite Laker player of all time uh, to in order to buzz in and then, okay. uh, tell me the answer. For each right. time or a different Laker player every time? Different Laker player every okay, time. Okay, Let's okay. make it interesting. Wow, wow. All right. All right. <laughs> uh, first question. How long was the longest winning streak in NBA and franchise history? Extra point if you can name the season. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I'm going to say, oh, shoot. Eddie Jones. Um, <laughs> I'm going to guess 37. All right. Uh Nick Van Axel. Um, I'm gonna say forty 
44 games. 44 games. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm going to be real rude about your answers, by the yeah. way, Miles. I, should be. <laughs> I expect nothing less. Point goes to CJ because he got the closest. 33 games. It was in the 1971-72 season. <sighs> Up next, when Kobe Bryant outscored the opposing team through three quarters, how much did he score and who was the opponent? Oh, gosh. Uh, Cedric Sabalas. It, uh, <laughs> it wasn't the 81 Raptors game, was it? It was not. <sighs> then I don't know. These are at real least, hard, by the at way. At least yeah. let's hear your, the player. That, that's becoming part of the... Oh, the yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Eldon Campbell. Yeah, um, was it against the Knicks? It was not. Keep guessing teams, guys. No, uh, it was against the Mavericks. Uh, and the score through three quarters was Dallas 61, Kobe Bryant 62. Oh, <laughs> God. Um, all right. Apologies to the fans. <laughs> Which Lakers great was originally nicknamed Zeke from Cabin Creek upon being drafted? Oh, Zeke from Cabin Creek? I mean, I wish I knew the answer. I would say Zeke from Cabin Creek. <laughs> <laughs> It's as if I was a Bulls fan in the 90s the whole time. Um, right. I was a Bulls fan in the 90s the whole yeah, time, but yeah, I yeah. lived in Dayton, Ohio, so I didn't really have another option. <laughs> Man, I don't know. Um, I'm not even trying to put that name together. <laughs> you have looked at his image today probably multiple times. Zeke from Cabin Creek? I mean, is it Magic Johnson? Is that you ringing in? With a oh yeah um, multiple times uh, yeah uh, Robert Sacre uh, Jerry West <laughs> yeah Jerry West <laughs> oh my God. the logo baby Robert Sacre thank you <laughs> Sacre blue <laughs> um Jabari's bodying us with his trivia yeah Jabari's <laughs> Jabari's level of not like Jabari his... will say some stuff to me sometimes when he, he's like oh I just assumed you knew this piece of obscure trivia and i'm like yo man yo jabari like, the I, god with the tri uh, it's yeah like i'm i'm also i'm i'm honored that he's like oh yeah they're on this plane of existence with the trivia and right. now i'm like i feel like i'm disappointing my father <laughs> all right i'm just gonna do a uh just run, run through these and you guys just shout out if you think you know the answer to one okay okay uh, who do the lakers take with their first pick in the 1996 draft their first pick in 96 yeah. kobe no, and this no, is we a traded. Question. Yeah, we traded the. Oh, for the yeah for the, for the, the Hornets. Hornets. Derek Fisher. Moving on. Which college ah, did seven-time NBA champion Robert Ory attend? Alabama. Boom. Uh, which player did the Lakers technically draft twice during the late fifties? This is just interesting because this is <laughs> just wow. funny that this could happen. Drafted twice? They yeah, drafted Elgin Baylor in the 14th round of the 1956 NBA draft. Uh, he opted to stay in school after leading uh, Seattle to the NCAA championship game in 58. Baylor was drafted again by the Lakers, this time with the number one overall pick in wow. 1958. Because I know that's our one rookie of the year is Elgin Baylor. Yeah. I feel like this segment should be Jack and Jabari tell us really cool things. <laughs> yeah, me Instead going, wow, you don't say. <laughs> I could not have gotten a single one of these. Uh, all right, we'll, we'll, do it, we'll do it this way. There are two Lakers greats 
that have led to the invention of new rules in basketball. Who are the two? Shaq and Wilt? No, I, w- I was say- I was thinking, didn't Kareem like create the uh, no dunking rule? Did that ever get a- into the NBA or or no? Was that what, just no, college? What's the no? Dunking? That was just college. No dunking. You were not allowed to dunk because Kareem was just like dunking every <laughs> every time down, um, which is so whack. But all right, never mind. There was another. They, <laughs> George Mike and George Mike and uh, created the uh, goaltending rule because he was oh. so tall, so much taller than everyone. All right, should we should we put this man through rapid fire? The, oh these, yes. there is no right answer to these. All right, all right. Um, <laughs> and, thank you. Thank and unlike you. the last segment, this is all about speed. Speed, okay. boom, boom, boom. It kind of like a mic and it. drill. This is a mic okay. and drill of uh, NBA opinions. All right, let's do it. You're Get on the ready. clock. Get okay. ready. Start the clock. Uh, <laughs> smoothest dressing old school baller, Clyde or Dr. Dre? Uh, Clyde. The best. Now, what Truly. is it about Clyde? My real name is Clyde, So, and he's still doing it to this day. Your, Your real, real name, name is Clyde? Clyde? Yeah. Mother, how are you no. not going by Clyde, yes. man? I tried. I tried in college, and then CJ slipped out, and everyone's like, you're a CJ. Whoa, what's the J? <laughs> but now I'm like, and again, I have a son, and I'm like, he's going to grow up, and his dad's name is going to be CJ? Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Clyde. I'm Cl- Clyde. I'm, I'm actually Clyde, You age yeah. into Clyde. Like yeah. CJ yeah. sounds like a cool dad's name. Like I could be like, Mr. CJ, can I have a beer? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but if I say no, it sounds like hey, it's Clyde, they'd be like, You ask Clyde. I'm not asking yeah, Clyde. I'm asking Clyde, man. Come on. <laughs> wait, how wait, so what's the J for? Are you Clyde Jr.? What's the, what's the Clyde Janwar? It's January without the Y because I was born in January. Oh, I damn man. Clyde Janwar. Well, so here's a funny thing. I mean, it kind of relates. Filipinos just go nuts on naming people like okay. their kids. So they, and so they name their kids after celebrities that they like And basketball is obviously huge over there. Mm-hmm. So they're like, Oh, we're going to name our kid after LeBron, but they don't, it's not LeBron Santos. It's right. LeBron James Santos. And LeBron James is the whole first name and there's no spaces. <laughs> <laughs> there's like that a kid rules, who doesn't, man. there's a kid who went viral, who doesn't even play basketball. He went viral because he was singing inside of a target. And um, his name is Carl Malone, like Panetta. <laughs> right. <laughs> no space. That is so cool. <laughs> Wait, so well, were you? Who were you named after? Was I wasn't there a named specific after anybody, but yeah. Oh, no, they no, just no, like the name. They just like okay. the name. Okay. But my is son okay. is named after Jalen Rose. Okay. It's a very cool name. All right. First of all, I do. I do just have to shout out when I lived in New York. Uh, this was before streaming and before there, like you could just watch NBA basketball on YouTube anytime. Got to watch a lot of Clyde Frazier doing color mm-hmm. commentary, and it MSG is MSG bo- Network. Yeah, MSG Network. Uh, and if you haven't so just gone and watched some greatest hits of him rhyming and <laughs> hooping and scooping, is uh, yeah, <laughs> just like truly one of the one of the best to ever do it. And then. You look at his stats as a player, and it's it's mind blowing. The yeah. Willis Reed game was actually the Clyde Frazier game. He he put up like bonkers numbers. And let's not forget the catch a fly in the room technique. Yeah, yeah. To look like he, the coolest guy. He was guy. talking about like what a cool guy would do, and he was like, <laughs> "Yeah, like one thing that I used to like to do in the seventies is I was just walk into a room and just real slow like <laughs> catch a fly in my hand." <laughs> Shake it a little bit and then let it go, what? and people. Like, that's that's, <laughs> and he that's said a car like accident a... for flies. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but he was just like that's you know, 
And I guess it was like very easy for him because he had like incredibly fast hands. For me, yeah. I would I, I would not be able to catch a fly in my hands without breaking furniture and breaking into a sweat. Yeah. Anyways. Anyway, and and sorry, CJ, I got to cut you off there because this is this is rapid fire. Okay? <laughs> so we so went not, through one question. In yeah, five no, it's rapid. rapid. I know. And here we go. Question number right. the second. Now the summer league happening in Vegas. Give me your top five players you'd like to enjoy a night on the town with in Las Vegas, past mm. or present. Past or present. We're gonna go. Uh, Rashid Wallace. Okay. We're gonna go Lance Stevenson, who I okay. did see on a Segway uh, outside of Caesars one year at Summer League, and I kind of <laughs> proposed the same thing that you're asking me. Um, <laughs> we're gonna go um, Rick Smiths. Rick Smiths, one of my favorite players. Um, we're gonna go. How many is that? That's three. Three. Let's go. Lance Sheed um, and Rick. Shoot, Charles Barkley for sure. Okay. Charles is like my have dinner with um dead or alive met him a few months ago locked up shared a i, I w- was, literally had a locker next to his still couldn't say anything to him love the guy <laughs> just didn't even want to disappoint him with if i didn't have anything good to say so right um even like then, in your mind he's like that's your voice yeah. you're like, <laughs> yeah, like well so i was wearing a cb4 you know the movie the hat yeah. cb4 and he goes cb4 that's a nice hat like I think he thought it meant Charles Barkley and then the number four for when he played for the Rockets. And it's like, why would anyone have a hat like that? <laughs> no, this is cell block four. My yeah, man. yeah, yeah. Um, all right. Number five would be shoot. Um, I'm going to say, uh, man. I, and I while you're thinking on that, I'll just uh, take a step back uh, yep. because this is very fast and uh, let the listeners yes, know. Yes. Clyde Frazier in game seven, uh, the Willis Reed game, 36 points, 19 assists, what? seven boards, five steals. <laughs> to score 36 and have 19 assists is like, like yeah. <laughs> Your team silly. wouldn't have scored if you weren't there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. My final one would be uh, Jeremy Lin. Okay. Just shout out Jeremy Lin. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Shout out Jay Lin. You need somebody from Harvard, like in the crew. Like mm-hmm. just in case, you know, yeah, somebody yeah, yeah. with that 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 Ivy League background to yep. make the night balance out, just like a Tina Fey writers' room. <laughs> oh man, that made me so mad. In uh, <laughs> bossy pants, where she's like, "You yeah. need to have somebody who went to Harvard in your writers' Ivy room." League I'm person. sorry, those are the rules. Yeah, it's and like, you want zany person. True. <laughs> you want to be able to run into the person in the hallway at 2 a.m. So right. they got to go to Harvard. Like what? right, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> um, all right. You get to add one rule to the NBA, and it can be either serious or fun. My new one, you have to play one quarter every month in Timberlands, but you get to choose what quarter it is. So you could, like, the other team puts on Timberlands, so you choose to, like, match it up so you don't, like, have a disadvantage, or you could wait and then just blow them out in that I quarter. I like that. Okay, so what are you proposing, uh, DJ? Breaking ankles or crossing somebody up, making them fall is a point. Yes. Oh yeah. So if so, if you put somebody on skates, right? Yeah, but you have to you have to make the basket after. Oh, got it. So like if you finish at the rim, that's a three pointer basically because mm-hmm. you you left somebody for dead on the yeah. parquet. Okay, I like that. Are they going to a penalty box of some sort? <laughs> yeah, they'd be embarrassed for. <laughs> oh yeah, you gotta like. I feel like you gotta do a lap around the arena. Yeah. Mm. Like and in that time. You have to play a man down for how long it takes for them <laughs> yeah, to run yeah. around the arena. So you're playing a man down off the strength of a, just a tech, amazing crossover. I like that. I would say I like Jack's rule, 
but I feel like it would be it's better like if every like in the game the team can deploy the Tim's quarter on the opposition oh, when wow. they deem it like so it's strategic they're like and they may activate the Tim's quarter on them we don't know this just to continue Ooh, maybe this run. one quarter per playoffs and mm-hmm. like per playoff series and you get to use it on the other teams so right. yeah I like that but Tim's you know good ankle support so nobody's gonna get hurt could you you already know the, the person who gets the and one crossover like juke move uh bonus in the tims is probably gonna do a, a terrible injury to their yeah. their ankle but yeah. look i like that um next question you can travel back in time and attend any single nba all-star game from history mm. which would you choose and i'll give you some options and by i i mean jabari who has done some very good research putting together some of the best 1997 which had the nba's top 50 player ceremony at halftime would you choose 2003 jordan's farewell game 1992 featuring a retired magic johnson leading the west to a victory 2009 the kobe vs. shaq bury the hatchet or 2001 where Allen iverson leads a 21 point east comeback in the final nine minutes 97. 97 is what I was going to say before. I mean, the other ones I all remember so vividly. Like, mm. I don't need to be there. But, like, 97, I, I remember from wa- rewatching clips and stuff. But, like, to be there, to, like, it, like erase my mind of, of Kobe. Uh, you know, Kobe, it was like the Kobe-MJ matchup, too. And then, of course, the, yeah, the 50 greatest players with the, the uh, which we talk about this on the uh, podcast. The um, Why am I blanking on it? It's called Running the Break. Running the break, <laughs> <laughs> the leather jackets uh, that they wore, um, and um, yeah, it's just like that was to me maybe one of the best All Star games of all time. And I and I was too young to like even go. I guess no, not too young to go, but like I want, I'd, I'd love to go to that. Right, right, right. I was at the two thousand one uh, All Star game. It, oh. it was in DC when I was in college. Nice. Uh, oh, I was got that? To go to that? No, that wasn't the Mariah Carey jersey dress. Here was it? No, unfortunately, it was Jessica Simpson singing the national anthem, and wow. it was a little pitchy for me. I don't. Some know. I saw some are more of a winner than others. To put it <laughs> I saw Jessica Simpson open uh, for ninety-eight degrees at a minor league baseball stadium before she was famous. Wow. Oh. Okay. There's some great uh, entertainment that happens at minor league baseball <laughs> stadiums. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. We we saw Corey Feldman's uh, musical performance. Wow. I think it was actually after a game. It was uh, after, after a game. Like, yeah, it was. You it can was, stay it if was, you want. It was a little <laughs> dire, but you know it was what it was. And just to keep the rapid fire pace going, I just yep. shout out to that '97 year because I remember I bought the album that came out for the 50th anniversary. Yeah. Remember that one had like a lead, like the case was like leather boundish, mm-hmm. and that's when I learned like old school songs like Shotgun. It was like yep. Shotgun. Yeah. That was on that album, and I remember so vividly. Is that J.R. Like, Walker? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I love that song. <laughs> the NBA at 50 album. Yo, Slam Dunk with Cool in the Gang. Yeah. This was Basketball by Curtis Blow. Yep. Basketball is my, my favorite, favorite sport. sport. I like oh, it was, it was David like. Sanborn. That was the version of Shotgun that was on there. Oh, okay. Wow. And Brian McKnight, sign, seal, deliver. I'm yours. Okay, see? CJ Toledano, you have made it through the lightning round with your lightning fast (laughs) reflexes. Um, 
<laughs> Thank Thanks, you. Man. I'm sorry that we spent so much time ones. in each of those rapid fire questions, but that, that is hey, you know. What? But thank you for apologizing, and you uh, at least you are acknowledging that it was supposed to be rapid fire, yeah. and maybe we and it was that. your fault that it was slow. It was my um, fault. Thank you. Not out. <laughs> but you guys Not accommodated out. me because you're great hosts. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> well, uh, CJ, where can people go to listen to your show and find you and follow you? One of the best NBA follows on Twitter for yeah. sure. Oh, appreciate that. Uh, I mean, yeah, wherever you listen to podcasts, um, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. It's, if you go to my Instagram or my co-host, Alex Wong, again, he's a really good follow. He's Stephen LeBron on Twitter. Um, great book that he wrote called Cover Story about all the most iconic basketball covers. Uh, but if you look at on any of our channels, you'll see a link to Running the Break. Hmm. Amazing. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, Miles, where can people find you? Oh, you know where to find me, at Miles of Gray. That's gray with an A. And, you know, obviously check out our Jack and I's other podcast, The Daily Zeitgeist. Mm-hmm. First Toys time we, we actually, first time we may have actually plugged that on this show. <laughs> yeah. We have another podcast. NBA yeah, it turns out. <laughs> All right. And you can find me on Twitter at Jack underscore O'Brien. That is going to do it for another, another episode in yep. the books. Talking about NBA history. We did it. You guys. We did it. That's been an episode of Miles. And Jack, Jack got, got mad, mad boosty. Introducing the first ever Grand Highlander, a midsize SUV with the ideal combination of space, performance, style, and advanced tech. The roomy Grand Highlander boasts three spacious rows with available seating for up to eight. It's available 362 horsepower hybrid max powertrain on limited and platinum trims hybrid max powertrain engine delivers the power acceleration and efficiency so your family can take on any adventure there's even available safety features like an available panoramic view mirror and an available 12.3 inch multi-information display so you always arrive on time live life grander in the first ever toyota grand highlander learn more at toyota.com grand highlander Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like when the tailgate party shows up at your house after the big win. Everything's great until the hot plate gets too hot for the tablecloth. Now your kitchen's up in smoke. And if you don't have the right home insurance coverage, the cost to fix this could sideline your savings. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Not available in every state based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome.